Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Friday Breakfast Show brought to you by the Pirate Grubby. I'm your host, Hugh, and I'm here to bring you all of the midweek news and results that we may have missed during the recording of the main podcast. Thank you so much for the love and uh, attention we've had for the main pod this week, especially all the lovely comments uh, about Catherine and having a female voice on the podcast. It's definitely something that we'd like to do more of. While myself and Ender are perhaps not the most diverse couple of guys in the world, uh, we do intend to bring a bit more diversity in terms of our guests onto the show, and it's something that we really care a lot about. So thank you so much for all of the wonderful support that we've had for uh, the guests that we've had so far, and we hope to do more of it in the future. Anyway, on to the week's news and results. So there was only one midweek game this week. That was on Thursday in the Pro Day De between Colomiers and Breve. Uh, it finished 15 points to 9 for Colomiers with zero tries being scored. Big spending Breve now find themselves down in ninth in the Pro Day De, which you'd have to say would be a disappointment for them if you look at their squad. The likes of Ross Moriarty, former Wales international, former Lion. Uh, Scott Johnson, former Scottish international, Stuart Alding in there as well. Still kicking the points for them. Ninth has got to be well below their expectations. Colomiers, on the other hand, go into sixth place, but they have played a game more than the teams around them. Other bits of news. Mark Nwanawitawase, uh, the Australian winger, is moving from rugby union back to rugby league. He is signed for the Roosters for next season. Is this a big loss for Australian rugby? It's certainly a dent to their pride, yet another one. Um, but I think from a rugby point of view... Wingers are not the most important players on the pitch. I'm sorry for any wingers listening. There'll always be another winger. Um, so I think from a purely ability of Australia to win games, it's not as big a blow as some other players could have been. But yeah, another another blow to the pride, like I say. And uh, Rugby Australia seems to have adopted a strategy of creating headlines for itself by signing players from league. And them just going straight back again isn't a great look. So... Uh, back to the drawing board for Rugby Australia across the board, I think. Anyway, other news, and it's more sad news from the MLR as New York withdraw from the MLR following the Toronto Arrows doing the same thing just a couple of weeks ago. New York had won the league in the past, but they've had multiple venues and name changes in their history without capturing an audience uh, in the New York area. Eyes will now uh, go nervously to LA where the relocated ATL still have no venue and no confirmed I don't think brand name, I may be wrong on that um, with just six weeks until the season starts uh, worrying times over in MLR, they're down to 11 teams now from 13 I believe they had a couple of teams be excluded last season as well so yeah, fingers crossed for that competition being able to bounce back 
uh, and uh, you know it's been a home to some big stars at the end of their careers lately. Let's hope they can get a bit more sustainable growth in there. Other bits of news, Bath, big spending Bath, as we must call them from now on, uh, looking to sign both Arge Snyman and Henry Arundel uh, from Munster and Racing 92, respectively. They already have Finn Russell as their marquee player. So for those who aren't aware, the salary cap in England allows for one marquee player whose salary is not captured underneath the salary cap. And that at the moment is Finn Russell, who has paid a rumoured £1 million, making him one of the highest paid players in the world. Henry Arundel would be on a rumoured £200,000 plus at Racing, which, to give you some context, in Wales, the starting salary for British and Irish Test Lions was a quarter of a million pounds. So for Henry Arundel to be getting that, based on his, let's be honest, chilly game aside, fairly underwhelming, borderline disastrous test career so far, which has seen him be a liability in some test matches, to be honest. Um, that that would be remarkable. Um, there is a lot of hype around the guy, and it is rumoured that this his salary may be partially paid for by the RFU in a new hybrid contract. That is unconfirmed. That is just a rumour, but that would mark a first step on the path to central contracts in England, which would be a huge step. I could say, I'm not sure that Arundel is worth it. Yes, we've all seen the, the clips of him scoring a hat-trick in his first game. He is a lethal finisher, no doubt about that, but defensively and uh, reading of the game, he is capable of a couple of howlers. If you watch the top 14 like I have, he has had some not-so-stellar moments in his games so far as well. So, yeah, I'm sure at Premiership level he will score plenty of tries. I've got absolutely no doubt of that so far. But for me, especially with England's game plan, where the wingers barely touch the ball and they certainly don't score any tries based on the World Cup that we've seen so far under Borthwick, is this money well spent? I'm not so sure. Arge Snowman, on the other hand, I'm sure would be money excellently well spent. But with the salary cap being what it is, I worry that there would be a huge discrepancy between the star names at Bath and the squad players, and who knows how where that may lead. Anyway, last bit of breaking news this morning. Uh, there will be a new format for the Curry Cup in South Africa. For those who may be not familiar with the Curry Cup, this is the competition that sits below the URC. It's sort of their equivalent of the AAL or the Welsh Premiership uh, or the Scottish Super Series. It's got a bit more heritage than I think uh, a couple of those competitions. But anyway... Uh, Essentially, there's going to be more games and more on TV. They're going to rejig the calendar so there's less clash with the European calendar. Uh, it will be played from March to June, I think. There's going to be a competition that precedes the Curry Cup that will include uh, all of the 10 provincial sides, uh, that provincial unions, I should say, that are not represented in the URC. So excluding the Blue Bulls, the uh, Lions, the Sharks and the Stormers. That will come first and then there will be uh, a split into the current two divisions. So the Premier Division, which will have eight teams, which will be the top four of that uh, preceding tournament, plus the uh, URC sides. And then the the first division, uh, as was, will be contested by the six teams that don't qualify for the Premier form, uh, tournament. So, yeah, um, the re response to this in South Africa so far has been overwhelmingly positive and apparently was voted through unanimously. So, yeah. Uh, happy stories to finish this episode of the mini pod don't forget if you do like what we do and you would like to support us the best thing that you can do is to leave comments on what we do leave comments on all of our content subscribe 
to both our YouTube channel and to our free Substack, where we've just launched an article looking at uh, the history of the Welsh regions and how 10 years ago it wasn't the doom and gloom that it is at the moment. Uh, I'm now going to hand you over to my friend and colleague Ender, who will talk you through the Rugby TV Guide for the Weekend of European Action that is coming up. Thank you so much uh, for listening, and I'll catch you next week. Cheers. Quick breaking news before I hand you over to Ender. It has been confirmed this afternoon that the Springboks are going to play their first ever game against Portugal. So this will be Portugal's first opportunity playing against the Springboks in South Africa. Fantastic news. Exciting for all Portugal fans and all fans of the game growing as a, as a whole, I suppose. Yeah, the venue, and I don't think the exact date is confirmed yet, but it will be a game played in 2024, so a fantastic bit of news. Anyway, on with the TV guide. Right, folks, we have an absolutely jam-packed weekend of rugby with the Champions Cup and Challenge Cup kicking off on Friday. We will start with the Champions Cup fixtures. So tonight, Friday, at 8pm, we've got two games. First, we've got Glasgow up against Northampton. That game will be available on TNT Sports 1. And at the same time, we have Connacht playing Bordeaux, and that will be shown on TNT Sports 2. Moving on to Saturday, 1 o'clock, we've got Toulon playing Exeter, and that game will be on TNT Sports 3. 3.15 then, we've got two games. We've got Bath against Ulster on TNT Sports 1, and we also have Toulouse, I should say, taking on Cardiff on S4C, so some free-to-air coverage there and also on TNT Sports 3. And then at 5.30, we've got two games. The Bulls are playing Saracens on TNT Sports 1 and we've got Munster taking on Bayonne. There is free-to-air coverage of this game on RTE 2 and that game will also be shown on TNT Sports 3. Finally, on Saturday, we have Bristol taking on Leon. That game is on TNT Sports 1. Moving on to Sunday, 1 o'clock, we've got sales ta- Sale taken on Stade Francais on ITV1. So good to see some free-to-air coverage there as well. And of course, it'll also be on TNT Sports 1. At 3.15, we've got La Rochelle taken on Leinster on TNT Sports 1. No free-to-air coverage of that game. Then at the same time, we've got Leicester taken on the Stormers. That game will be on TNT Sports 2. And then finally, on Sunday evening at 5.30, we have Racing 92 taking on Harlequins. And that game is being shown on TNT Sports 1. Then switching action to the Challenge Cup, which also starts tonight at 8 o'clock. So we've got Claremont taking on Edinburgh. That game will be on Viaplay Sports 1 in the UK and Premier Sports 1 in Ireland. And then on Saturday... Starting at 1pm, we've got Black Lion taking on Gloucester. And that game is being shown on Viaplay Sports 1 in the UK and Premier Sports 2 in Ireland. And there will also be pay-per-view coverage on EPCR TV as well. Then, also at 1 o'clock, we've got Zebra taking on the Cheetahs. The only way to watch this game is on EPCR TV. Then at 3.15, we've got two games. First, we've got the Sharks taking on Poe. And that game is being shown exclusively on EPC or TV. Then at the same time, we've got the cast taking on uh, the Scarlets. And the only way to catch that game is on EPC or TV. Then at 5.30, we've got Ospreys taking on Benetton. That game is being shown on Viaplay Sports 1. 
and it is unavailable in the Republic of Ireland. 8 o'clock, we've got Dragons taking on Oyana. There's free-to-air coverage in the UK on S4C, and there'll also be coverage on EPCR TV as well. Then, moving on to Sunday, we've got Perpignan taking on the Lions at 1pm. That game is exclusively being shown on EPCR TV. And then finally on Sunday at 3.15, we've got Newcastle taking on Montpellier. And that game has been shown on Viaplay Sport, Sports 1, Premier Sports 2 as well. Hope you enjoy the weekend's action, guys. Have a good one. Sports Social Podcast Network.